Welcome back, everyone, and with Tankside Guys on Talking Tommy Rock, it's your co-host Felix Quintana, and I'm joined here today by myself, yours truly, Stephen. And today, Stephen will be talking with us about uh, Dorito Effect. I'm not 100% sure what that's about, but I do enjoy Doritos, and they're quite tasty. Can you explain a little bit more, Stephen? I would love to. Well, that may change after you hear what I have to say. So the Dorito Effect, I was actually reading a book called simply that, The Dorito Effect, and it is by Mark Schatzker, I believe his name. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce his last name. But uh, he's an excellent, excellent author. I would highly recommend reading it. And he is essentially a food journalist. And he talks about two opposite movements that are occurring in the country to the fact that we don't necessarily realize anything is happening. So the first movement is that uh, ever since essentially the end of World War II, our food has been getting increasingly bland, which is becoming completely uh, void of, of flavor. And there's a couple reasons why this has happened, but if you're interested, you have to, have to read the book for that. But um, the, the poultry industry in general has just been, produced, uh, just been focused on producing a lot of flesh, and in the process, uh, because of the excessive need for quantity, the quality of the flavor has actually decreased. And a similar thing has happened with, with vegetables. Uh, the tomato plants, for example, used to be 12 feet tall. And wow, they, really? They, they did. It's, it's truly tremendous. And would you believe, with, only, with all that 12 feet, only a couple tomatoes were produced because the plant put all of its energy into producing flavor. And so now, as you know, breeders have selected plants that breed more, I'm sorry, that produce more, the, the flavor is being lost. On the other so. side, it's not complete their fault. We're having a lot of demand for food these days. You That's know, absolutely correct. I heard about meat. We're, we're not be able to keep up with supply for much longer. That's absolutely correct. So I, I so that was the second one. You hit on an interesting topic, which is like, well, we they didn't really do anything wrong. We do have a lot of people to support. We'll touch on that in a minute. But the uh, the second movement is that uh, flavoring technology. So like organic chemistry and the science of like synthetically adding flavors to food is Artificial also flavoring. increasing. Exactly. Artificial flavoring and. Very long story short, this is kind of messing with our, uh, the, the vocab word is uh, nutritional wisdom. And it's kind of messing with... Uh, less we, calories, exactly. more, more calories, we, less nutrition. In, yes, in our brains, we innately link uh, flavor to nutrition. So the fact that it's not happening is uh, it's kind of an issue. So the uh, nutritional wisdom is really kind of being messed with because we are introducing flavors that are not naturally found in things. And so our brain thinks it is receiving uh, the nutrition that is you know, naturally paired with that flavor, but it's not. So to, to kind of end up here... Uh, How does the, wait, just a moment. What, what this Dorito has to do with all of this, ah, this yes. book title? Why, why is it called Dorito so Effect? So the Dorito Effect is essentially the, uh, like the picture-perfect moment that captures what's happening here. So a Dorito, in its essence, is just simply a corn or tortilla chip. So it is very bland, and what has happened is there have been so many chemicals that have been added in exactly the right proportions that stimulate the right taste receptors. So that when you eat a Dorito, you think, oh my gosh, this really tastes like a taco, or this tastes like Cool Ranch dressing. And that is true of the science. You are eating something, and you think you're, you think you're eating a taco, when in really, the nutritional value of a Dorito is just a very simple, bland corn, corn chip. Is that why I want more? Afterwards? That's exactly why I want more, because the... Addicting flavor. Exactly. The addicting flavor does not come with uh, the nutrition that naturally follows, so you keep on eating and eating, and before you know it, you have a very obese country. In fact, only 33% of the American population is considered where they're supposed to be weight-wise. The other two-thirds is either overweight or, or obese, according to the, the AMA. So, 
It's a very concerning matter, but there is hope, and, and you brought up an, extra, an interesting point. We do need to produce a lot of food to support our population. And so what's happening is, with the work of some scientists, they are able to, to naturally um, produce hybrids of plants that breed or produce a lot of uh, food uh, that is very good. In particular, there is a, a horticultural scientist in the University of Florida. His name is Dr. Harry Klee. And I personally love this guy. I've never met him, but I'd love to someday. And he uh, has spent essentially his entire life to improving tomato flavors. And what he has done is, and I won't get into the whole science, but he has crossed two tomato plants uh, to create a variety that tastes as good as heirloom tomatoes, but also produces a lot. And these are called good gem tomatoes. So we will perhaps talk about this more later, but there is hope. The tomato plants are the first sign that there can be flavor and quantity at the same time. And those tomatoes, he calls them garden gem tomatoes. But unfortunately, they are not for sale yet because the industry doesn't exactly realize the importance of flavor. So, well, very interesting, Steve. Thanks for that the information. That is it for today, yeah. Okay. Well, time to sign off. Until next time, Tankside Guys, Felix Quintana and... And Stephen, thank you for joining us. We are talking time a lot. See you next week. See you next week.